Let's do it. Um, can I just say before we start that all I do because I work on the treat system is think about how I'm going to get to have uh, today we get to shoot our Patreon. Yes. And I get to have a glass of mezcal and a, then like a glass listen, singular. Uh, well, you know, it's a big glass. Okay. And there's just one that I start. Much like an aquarium would be a glass. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> welcome to my safe word is more. My name is Al Jackson. I'm joined by my incredibly lovely co-host, Corinne Kaplan. We've had a couple starts. Yeah, this has been a challenging day. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the way a social worker would describe her day. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I don't want, I don't, uh, it's been, it's been challenging, but maybe that's. Uh, We're gonna turn it around right now. Yeah. Oh, I've already turned it around. I'm mm-hmm. with my girl, Corinne Kaplan. You got stuff going on. I got crazy amounts of stuff going on, including the fact that by the time you hear this, it'll be over. But I'm going to see my mama. Get remarried to the man of her dreams, Corinne. I can't I know, tell you. With the you. greatest name ever, Montez, Tezzy Poo. Yes. <laughs> Tezzy is in the building. A true Southern gentleman, the kind that are only in those weird Hallmark Meet Me for Christmas movies. Yeah. Where like, uh, you know, there's a widow and she's like, I guess it's my first Christmas alone. Mm-hmm. And then he remembers her from high school in 1959. He's like... Can I well, have that dance you promised me at prom when <laughs> everything was in black and white? I just, I'm glad she's getting her fairy tale. I don't know where yes. the fuck mine is. Um, He's out there. I think I you just know. thought you don't curse at it because, like, the spirits hear you and they're like, she's not ready yet. She's still yelling at us. Maybe Come on. When she, at Come first, on. I told you, Corinne. I already think there's a couple dudes mm. that you need a dude. You're focused on height and it's important. It's everything I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. If you just opened up the the filters a little bit, there yeah. are some dudes that would love your personality. Some You need a dude like Montez sees my mom where he is like, look at that woman. Everything she says I'm interested in, I value and appreciate her. Like the way I do, like the way our fans, our swimmers do. There's a reason that people are drawn to Can you. I? You need a dude like that. And he might be 5'10". So I will tell you, I, I, this, this is funny because my, I was on the phone with, so my very first friend ever, I don't know how many people have this type of story, but she listens to the podcast. Her name is Lindsay Cohen, because as I always tell you, always, uh, every, (laughs) and and there's a million, her sister's Jennifer Cohen, there's the the Cohen name, it's, you know how I always tell you the most common. The Cohen name rings out in these streets. It It sure does. Anyways, Lindsay and I met when we were three years old in preschool. How do you know that? Oh, because I, I we have pictures of each other, like from preschool. Our parents are friends. We grew up our whole lives together. And I was talking to her about like guys we thought were hot in in high school that like we can't find now. And she actually, so Lynn's was no. A, you're talking about guys you've stalked but have been evasive. Well, they no no no. These are guys that just never got on Facebook, never got on MySpace. They've just disappeared into the ether and and like she she i mean i'm like wow. really blown up her spot but i don't think she cares she was a news anchor for many many years um on como in seattle and so she does you know she's had access to ways to look people up beyond what a normal person has and she can't find these people um that's but so I interesting did bring up to I, her really quickly because mm-hmm. you unlocked the memory i have an ex-girlfriend like that now i haven't looked for her in a while but i looked and this was like a girl and i cannot oh find yeah her, so i mean I i've know. asked like, because she can do a lot of, like, magic work. But when you have somebody's name that's, like, super common, I'll throw this out because I've always wondered what the hell happened to him. Andy Brown, my boyfriend in high school, he was so hot. He was kicked out of St. Thomas, came over to Western. We hung out. We dated. 
I, he drove up at one point and visited me in college. I don't know what became of him, but his name is too common. It's like looking for, you know. I, I, I would just guess what a name like that you start on the banjo scene. That sounds like the biggest country no, no, folk no, singer. No, You couldn't see Andy Brown having like a huge following where you're like, this is the biggest folk singer well, in America. Maybe because he looked, he's he was obviously tall. He had crystal blue eyes. He had the Kurt Cobain thing going on. Like oh. he was not country at all. He was very... Um, I guess grunge. He's so handsome. Andy Brown, if you're out there, I thought maybe we could make this work. By the way, this is how Corinne stalks her exes. She just yeah, yells like, for them on a podcast. Point. But anyways, Mike, <laughs> Dave. I'm, p- I'm putting out a, a fucking, what do you call it? An all points bulletin. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to Lindsay about, we we grew up with a guy, I guess I won't dox him, but he is the exception. I've, I've called in this. He knows it. I've said it all through college. He's the exception to the short rule. He's He's just, he's a beautiful man and he has so much swagger and he's got to be like 5'10". And I would say it all the time in college, like, you're the guy. You're the, I mean, we were only friends, but I'm like, you're the, you're, you're it. I have never seen a short man, a short king <laughs> like him before, ever again. And you can't find him now? Oh, no, we know exactly where he is. That one's findable. That sounds scary. But I did bring him up because I was like, you know, and fucking so-and-so still looks good. And, like, you wouldn't expect it. He was short. He didn't. The odds were against him. Do you want to shoot your shot now? No, no, no. He's married. And we're not. I never dated him. I'm looking for Andy Brown, okay? For, uh, Andy, I think, is probably in a jail cell somewhere. Okay. If I had to guess. But wouldn't you be able to find him easier? The name is too common. I mean, we've tried, like, you know, mm. I've looked, you know, I know the, the relative age range. I know, I mean, I know some facts about him. I can't find him. I don't know. It, uh, just you talking about the commonality of a name. I had a homegirl in Miami. It's it's weird. I don't want to dox her either, but it's about her name. Her name was so common. Her last name was a common uh, Spanish name. starts with an M. Her last name was Lopez, and she had no middle name. Mm-hmm. So when she oh, got pulled over, every yeah. M. Lopez, some <laughs> had a jaywalking ticket. Some had three bodies on them. Uh-huh. You know? And she was like, every time I get pulled over, there's so much anxiety because, first of all, they're like, what do you mean you don't have a middle name? It's a big deal when you have a common uh, – well, we can't dox Andy's middle name unless we want to find I him. I don't know his middle name. I wish I did. Oh, then you could dox him. The irony of it all. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, like, Andy, if you're out there, Again, I really, I don't know that he's out there. Um, okay, so while we're on, I guess, this subject. Well, actually, I wanted to go back to, uh, did you finish? So you're going to South Carolina. Going South to, Kakalaka. Going to South Kakalaka. And uh, I, I was thinking, this is so random, but I was thinking about this uh, the other day. I had to go up to, uh, to Kaiser, and I was driving back, and there was a woman walking down the street. And I, I always go through these weird, random things, like because I was looking at her, I was like, how would because I see guys yell at women at cars and I'm like, does that ever work? How hot are you? I'm a, <laughs> see, that's my question. I'm a, not not the yelling. I've never that was that's mm-hmm. so embarrassing. That's the level of like Hooters embarrassing to me. Yeah. But it got me to thinking if you are in a vehicle and you see you're Corinne, you're a normal person, you have a lot to offer. And this person's on the street. How do you approach somebody in the car to street? Is there what's the best way? It's never. I, it's not going to be ideal because if you pull over, it's scary. Whatever. Talk to me. I can't. I just. I'll. I. I. I want you to look at. So I have notes in front of us that you guys can't see. Can you? But see? But you will still point to them. You okay, can't see. Do you see where my foot is? 
Do you see where I it do. says shoot your shot king super guy? Oh. I literally have this story. Would you get out of my fucking head? This is we're, we're, This is wild. Yes. This is never, uh, this is not like something that we're happens. Those, we're those people that are separated at birth and like she burned her hand on the stove and uh, then yeah, I and felt it the, in North I, Dakota. It's so weird. Yes. It's on my list. So we'll, let's kick it off with that. Okay. All right. So Well, why don't you paint your scenario since you have a real life scenario yeah, and then we'll go through a couple of hypothetical okay. scenarios. Okay. All right, so I went all the way to a King Supers that's nowhere near me. If you don't know, King Supers is a popular grocery store like Ralph's is in out Los Angeles, like Publix is in Florida, and that's the extent of grocery stores I know. Kroger. I yeah, show there some you go. love. Albertsons. You've oh, been around Albertsons this world. Is terrible. Hey, it's a chain. It's Piggly so Wiggly. Holla oh. at me. <laughs> okay, so all right, so I go to a specific King Supers that's very, very far from me because they have the five calorie diet grapefruit juice that Ocean Spray makes. That for some reason, you know, there's that joke: Cran, cran will have a baby with anybody. There's Cran <laughs> apple. There's Cran mango. There's every supermarket car- carries ten different fucking solutions for your UTI, and they're all disgusting. They're so vile. It all tastes like medicine. They're vile. There is a diet grapefruit juice that is five calories that I swear to God tastes just like real grapefruit juice. It is so good and no one carries it except this one King Supers. So I schlep all the way to this King Supers because I really wanted this. And by the way, I get there. There's only two left. I, I bought out the two, but I was planning on going. I mean, I got a storage unit, like a I don't think you even call buying two things of soda, buying out the joint. No, I know, but I, <laughs> I went in intending... Yeah. I have a like Harry Potter style under the stairwell storage that Oh, I like that. I cleared out room to buy a- as much available of this grapefruit juice as possible and there was only two two of the liter whatever things of it. Anyways, all right. It like the kind of storage where like a young girl would talk to her imaginary friend yeah. in. Oh, okay. yes. Yes. All right. For sure. Um yes. <laughs> it's a really cool storage area. I mean, I was, it sounds it's like it. Pa- one of the many reasons I settled on this particular house. Um, okay, so. and that ends this segment of Corinne doxes herself slowly but surely <laughs> yeah. over the course of you know they, that yep. stairwell is one of a kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I'm sorry. Go okay, ahead. <laughs> so, um, so I am in the parking lot and I am bringing my cart back to my vehicle and then I I'm looking for where to return the cart and this guy comes over to me and I'll. So he looks like he just got off a job maybe painting houses. Okay. There's like, I mean, he's definitely not homeless, but he's definitely like, you know. Covered in work. Yeah. Co- yes. He's wearing work boots. He's uh, it looks home. like a person that had a real day of work that day. Yes. yes. So like it didn't dawn on me anything was happening here. And he said, he just, he screams out, can I help you with that? And so like originally I look at him and I realize he's not homeless because sometimes, you know, like. A homeless person will say, can I clean your windows can for I this? Can I pump your gas? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, truthfully. You can't entertain that. I, I mean, if I. Unless if it's I really have, cold. <laughs> so I, look, we talked about the last episode, coincidentally, like if you're a woman in a parking lot and like you're entering your vehicle, like it's not a great time to then fumble through your bag looking for ones to tip somebody like that's just asking for trouble. And so it's not that I don't necessarily like I wouldn't let a homeless. I, I that's fine. They can. I, I but it's just in that scenario of like being like alone in the parking lot. I feel very vulnerable. You have to be safe. You can't be yeah. PC all the time so and being in the trunk somewhere. Yes, exactly. So when this guy approached me in the parking lot again, like yes, it is a supermarket, but I'm still like at the end of a row, and I just I am always mentally aware. Like if I open my car door simultaneously when he's speaking to me and he's a little too close to my car like could he push me into the car push me into the trunk so I'm like aware I when he when he yells out can I help you with that I was like again with the Ted Bundy nonsense no I love you yeah no, you got, yeah you can't do that and then I said do you need and he goes well I'll take your cart now that's not super uncommon but I was like 
okay, in order for you to take my cart, I got to get the stuff out of my cart, which requires me to open my trunk. And I'm doing the whole, like, awareness thing. And I was like, honestly, the cart returns right there. Like, no, nobody needs this extra. And then he just, he just fumbles and he breaks down. And he goes, I'm sorry. I don't know how to do this. I was watching you in the store. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I wondered if I could maybe exchange Instagrams with you. Do you have an Instagram? And I, I really... Like, my guard was completely down at that point. I was like, this is so adorable. No, I don't want to date this guy. But it was, like, such an aggressive shoot your shot. And I could tell by the way he was honestly saying it that, like, he very clearly, like, he he left the store to kind of, like, get up. Figure out a way to have a fake interaction with you to start talking. Yeah. I always say, you know, when you want to talk to somebody, you have to get them to stop. Yes. You know, that's the thing. Without... Being creepy. And I think he just couldn't come up with something inside the store, so he just thought this was, like, what he would do. Well, you shot all his ideas down, and they died a slow death in front of him. Can I help you with your card? I got it. Uh, You need help with your door? I got it. He's like, hey, you are fine. Yeah. Yeah, so his name was Nano. Okay. Um, Wait, so you exchanged names. So talk to me about the interaction. Okay, so he said to me, well, this is is what I'd like to point out, is that there are ways to do this. He went a little overboard. Um, So... He says to me, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, I, I, can I exchange Instagrams? And I thought, this is innocent enough. In my head, I was like, well, I guess he has, like, my license plate number now. But, like, well, I don't know. So I said, yes. And he goes, okay. And he hands me his phone. And I put my Instagram in his phone. Now, that should have been it. Right? There, that's kind of, okay, now you can maybe message me or whatever. And then he didn't stop there. And he goes, well, well, can I have your phone number? Oh. And I said, no. I think we decided on Instagram. And he said, but are you going to answer the message? Yeah, that's what he said to me. No. Are you going to answer the message on Instagram? I was so down and with I'll, this dude. I know. Same. I mean, same. And I said, well, I guess you'll have to find out by messaging me on Instagram. And then I waited for him to walk away with the cart. And then I... I instantly changed your license plate? <laughs> yeah. it's That's terrifying. Or you didn't walk away with the cart. He walked away and I... Yeah. But I was like, oh... So you see, you can't, you give them an inch, they take a mile. It was fine to say, can I have your Instagram? And like, it was kind of sweet and fine. But then he went a little too far. You know why that really bothers me? It's because I'm a big advocate of, of still doing things in real life. I feel like it's slipping away where more and more people, even as reluctant as they may be to do it, become more and more entrenched in life online. So I try and still be active yeah, and just be a I person wanna... and talk to people and I, I will. I, I, I say to this day, when I was at the bottom after all my stuff was stolen, the first sign of like me coming back to real human life was I had a conversation about my light, my outdoor lighting with this employee at uh, Home Depot on a Friday night because I was going to Home Depot like three times a day. I had nothing in my house. Yeah, I had yeah. nothing. I know and like this dude was just like, what you looking at? And I was like, I'm looking at this setup. He's like. I like that. Here's what I use. And he was like, you know, Friday nights like this, me and the wife, I get home about 930. We roll up a little something and we just like, he's just like a chill white dude. Just mm. a cool, like not, he didn't come off polarizing in any way. He just seemed like a guy that liked his job, that loved his wife and was looking forward to Friday nights because that was his, that was their night. You know, yeah. kids asleep or whatever they're doing to roll up. He's like, here's the lighting you want to set them. And we, and I was like, oh, there are normal couples. There are normal people that enjoy their lives, including this guy. And I can kind of you see the vibe in my crib now. And, and so that con- I, I push for those conversations and you try to engage in one. You try to have I, a real moment. I want to reward good behavior, which is why I was like, OK, 
Look, I, I respect the move. Um, I I wondered, have you ever shot your shot in a car? I'm trying to think of, like, I, I don't I don't think I'm that, like, I, no, no one's ever, I've never driven and somebody, I mean, it that just, just doesn't happen. But the parking lot situation, it doesn't happen all the time, for sure not. Uh, I mean, it hasn't happened in years, but this is just weird. It happened yesterday. Yeah, I, I think the the car to street ratio never works because the power dynamic is so great. Yeah. Because one person, you just feel vulnerable. This person's covered in metal, basically. And you're just standing there with your hands in your pockets like, do you want to talk to me or rob me? Like, you don't really know. Oh. And so, uh, especially I'm coming, if you're uh, a man approaching a woman, I unless you say something so charming, opening like with an opening line, and also you need to be attractive. If you, but I mean, if you're or, really hot, yeah, it, it's, I'm gonna get murdered by a hot person. I I think I would actually Ted Bundy. Be fine with that. Yeah, I mean, Ted isn't my type, but I, I could see where people went awry there. Yeah, right. But and it's so rare. He was a lawyer, right? He, he like had his he had his life together I mean, in the seventies or the eighties, whenever that was. He that was hard to do. Everybody's on the, coke. The, yeah, I thought the Night Stalker was kind of sexy. A lot. He had a lot of fans. Yeah, like a was, lot of women liked him. He was on the dating show. Yeah. There's a yeah. thing. It, yeah. It's a power thing. I mean, you're telling me the Night Stalker couldn't have just like in a couple different moves ended up being like David Koresh from Waco. Just a yeah. guy that women like to follow. Just that, make a couple different decisions. Right. And you're not a weird guy that strangles women. You're a guy that, you know, is marrying 12 year olds in front of their mom. And they're like, this is beautiful. Yeah. That yeah. kind of crazy stuff. But, yeah, I, I, I just if anybody can send in a, a scenario that the car to street ratio could work because I was never you asked the question I was never a shoot your shot in person I was but I'm that if there's like a bar graph that's very low on my percentage of of hooking it up but at a party dog yeah, yeah, yeah. or at that oh, well. like I because I can make people laugh quickly and it draws everybody's attention in a conversation to you and you can kind of keep that going and if you can keep somebody entertained at a party for like 20 minutes they're like eh, fine <laughs> I um yeah I'm a big fan of shooting your shot in person but when you were saying the car thing I thought you meant two people both in their vehicles like I'm trying to think if I've been at a stoplight and someone's thrown their phone number through my window right like, I, I no I've never seen that I, I wonder if I mean do you slow down do you get out like I'm going through all these scenarios in my yeah. head like well I'll I'll tell you a stupider thing I did this is also on my list um I shot my shot in like the absolute worst circumstances of all time to shoot your shot. Um, okay, so this past weekend, I went to a, a, a drag show at Charlie's, which is my favorite bar. Shout out Charlie's. Yeah. Got my car towed from there once. Oh, no. It wasn't Charlie's fault. I was at a concert at the Fillmore Cross Street and oh, yeah, came back to that. nothing. Yeah, 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 I learned that the hard way yeah. with a hangover. Keep uh, going. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so it's, so the, the I always screw up the name for this. Jay would kill me. It, I just call it the, it's DG, it's the, it's the Game Lesbian Football League, but there's this like very long DGFL, blah, 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 blah. And they have a drag show. It's called the Ballers Ball. And so every year we go. And so we we go to this drag show, which that's fine. However, and by the way, the lesbians really brought it. Their drag was incredible and it was unexpected. Um, mm-hmm. And like I put it on my Instagram and I put it on our My Safe Word is more Instagram. Obviously, now is a really good time to show support. Absolutely. For uh, drag so that's what I was trying to do anyways I know a lot of the artists one of my friends um, his name in real life is Vince but he's Lucy Pebbles on 
Baller's Ball, and he's got like a 1950s housewife thing going on, and so oh, we were there to support him. Like and that. yeah, so it was really fun. I was just down with Lucy Pebbles, so you gave it more context. I was like, I really like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I like clever names. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so anyway. When I was there, I identify, and Jay hates when I do this, I identify a guy, and I always say the same, like this beautiful, gorgeous, tall, thick black man, like just a good looking dude. And I was like, one of us is getting him. It's me or you. And Jay's always like, I don't want your help. Like, he's very, like, the like he's, you know, he doesn't necessarily think that every guy's going to like him. And he doesn't shoot his shot. He's really, like, the antithesis of me. He's he's not a wallflower by any means, but he doesn't shoot his shot very often. That's, like, not his thing. He's much more like waiting for someone to come to him. And I'm the I opposite, right? I have that option. So I was like, I go, you know, there, there's a chance he's, there's, maybe he's not gay. And this is, let me tell you, the pitch for Jay always to get me to go to a gay bar over a regular bar that he calls them straight bars. They're just called bars, the regular <laughs> ones. He will say to me, well, you know, there's always one, like one guy has a brother that's supportive that comes. I mean, the chance of me meeting somebody at a gay bar is extraordinarily low. The yes. chance of him meeting somebody at a regular bar isn't as low, but like my odds are very low. And I always walk in there like, I don't know, maybe there's a chance. So I see this guy and like I, you know, I begin having drinks and I I become, you know, a heat-seeking missile. Like I won't leave it be. And I just, I'm just like, Jay, one of us, it's going to be one of us. And he's like, it's not going to be you. And then Lucy Pebble's boyfriend said to me, he goes, oh, I actually like, I know who he is. He's definitely gay. And I won't take it. I am rejecting this as a concept. There we go. He maybe just hasn't met me. So now, unfortunately for Jay, we were, we, they start walking outside him, Lucy Pebbles, Lucy Pebbles boyfriend. And I'm, I'm sort of lagging behind because I can see out of the corner of my eye, this hot guy. So I just part from the group and they're walking ahead of me. They don't notice. I part and I was like, hi. And I am now fingers to chest, like just. How do you describe what I'm doing? Pet, petting the front of him. Yes. It's like you're stroking a pelt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hi, you are so handsome. I said, I, I know that there's a low likelihood, but is there any chance that you play for my team? Like, could I, could I get you? And he, I, I he really, you wouldn't, you know, he, I thought there was a chance to be honest. He was, what did he say? He said, I'm sorry. No. And I was like. Okay, what's your name? Like, I am still not done. And his name, I don't Did you say, okay, but will you reply if I send you a DM? No, I said something even dumber. Okay. His name happens to be Ack. I don't know if that's short for something. And then I said, so we definitely can't fack? <laughs> uh. And like, I am just, I am not, I am not stopping. And so then I go, well, you know, I have this friend and like, we're outside. Maybe like, you'll, could you come outside for a minute? Oh, boy, I trot him outside, and Jay is just like, God damn it. <laughs> and so this poor guy who couldn't be nicer, it gets worse from here. Once the drag show ends, now Jay wants to schlep me to X-Bar. And to be clear, I don't like X-Bar. The, the music, the, I, like, I'm not a music s- snob with, like, regards to volume, but I swear to God, you need, like, earplugs. Like, trouble Some, is too high. Sometimes it's just Ugh. blasting in a way that I a human ear should not be experiencing. It really is. Music. And I'm like, yes. why do you do this? Why does it? Why is the city even letting you do this? Anyway, we're there for a little, and then you know who shows up? 
Ack. Ack. And I'm like. Ack is back. Uh-huh. And I was like, hi, Ack. Like as though we go back more than an hour ago. And as though he is really excited to see and, you. He's like, oh, the the woman that's trying to change my sexuality. Like, definitely this like evening. just wasting my time. Absolutely. And then. And potentially C-blocking because people yeah. are like, oh, it's a straight guy with his girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, you're you're blowing up on two, yeah. two ends. And then I. <laughs> I am now, I'm hovering, and Jay is, like, really annoyed with me. He's, like, really pulled me as far as he can. And then I see the greatest, the greatest thing of all. I don't know why he did it. I mean, it just gets done. But I he went the entire ha- first half of the night normal. He was actually wearing a shirt kind of similar to what you're wearing right now. He just, he's in a group of men, and he just takes his shirt off. And I scream from across the bar, whoa, whoa! <laughs> and, like, at this you, point. You thunder down under it. <laughs> Jay called an Uber and was like, "We're d- I am actually not entertaining this anymore. Good for him. Good for yeah. him. So uh, when you go, go comes to shooting your shot, I definitely do it, especially at a bar, but it's just the wrong place. Yeah, but then it's like the concept of shoot your shot is you have one you have a shot. shot. <laughs> you right, took you your shot. You shot your shot. You shot your shot again. Which you didn't have to shoot I, at I the mean, same man I a couple hours later. I reloaded and was like, but how about this? <laughs> Do you think he was like, you know, I was doing some thinking on the Uber over here. I, you know what? Let me change my entire <laughs> life. I was, I swear to God, in the Uber home, I was like, you know, I think I should have asked him for his number. And Jay's like, what is wrong with you? Why would he? And I was like, because he's still, I would even, I'd be fine just being in his atmosphere. He was so pretty. Just once in my life, I want somebody to say that. <laughs> they just want to be in my atmosphere. Yeah, it's very You understand. Hair. Yes. You have to be an acoustic singer. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those guys. It's not even like a, a R&B or hip hop star. That's just, you just want to be in their orbit. You just well, want to be in Drake's orbit. Atmosphere yes. is emotional. Yes. And then also there was a, another um man that a gay man that we knew right that came over while i was when he took the shirt off and like this guy comes over i don't know him very well but i like casually know him and i was like yo 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 you see this and he goes oh yeah that's ack he's a personal trainer and he's super sweet and i was like oh yes he's very patient i've picked up on that yeah so back to charlie's um, oh i thought you uh then enrolled in personal training lessons just to continue oh, stalking I, w- I, I was like where's the gym <laughs> and the gym is nowhere near it's like in fucking colorado spring it's not close um Whatever. I love Shout this out man. Shout out Ack and his, and his patience. Yeah. Appreciate you. He's non-fackable, but. <laughs> that is a joke that Milton Berle should be telling on The Tonight Show. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Go yeah. ahead. Um, okay. So back to Charlie's. Something happened to Charlie's that was really special and I couldn't wait to tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these three boys come over to me at Charlie's and they were like, Corinne. And I was like, hi. And they were like, we're huge fans. And then there's a crawfish boil that actually takes place this weekend. That's uh, at somebody's house. That's uh, it's also all gay. And I would I, go I, to an all gay crawfish yeah. boil. Oh, it's, it's I, yeah. amazing. However, this year, my parents were supposed to be in town. So you have to RSVP in advance because he orders the crawfish. He's it's our friend Brett. He's from Louisiana. OK, fine. So these boys were like, so two of us saw you at the crawfish boil last year, but we were too nervous to come over. And like the like the third one didn't realize I was there. And after I left, they were like, do you know who you just missed? And so that we're having this conversation and then they were like, can we take a picture? I was like, yes, of course. The lighting in Charlie's is fucking terrible. Anyway, we take a picture and then I decide in this moment of time, you and I have talked about getting the merch made of Jizz Rags and just giving them out yes. at Charlie's. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a little ground marketing. So I said to them, I said, 
you know, I this is very cheesy, but if you like me, I have a podcast. And they were like, girl, we know. We just heard the proctologist <laughs> story. Oh, that's great. It's my first time where I met in the wild fans of our podcast. Oh, what's up? Yes. That's so and, and it's like, dope you met him at Charlie's. Yes. And they were like, you don't think every bottom has a proctologist story like yours? And to that end, I had one of my favorite patrons wrote in. I won't dox him because I just feel like it's. Whatever. Who knows if he wants this information out. So he says, I'm laughing so hard on the plane right now at your story about the proctologist. I recently had to tell my doctor that I was having pain in my bottom. He asked me where, and I said right around the entrance. And he said, well, maybe it hurts because you refer to it as an entrance. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a bad sign, number one. And you know what I was going to tell you because you talked about the lighting in Charlie's and how it makes for bad pictures. You know what the lighting in Charlie's is? It's how you remember the night in there because mm. it's like blurry and smeared. Yes. And you remember like having fun, like taking shots. And then you just remember like somebody going, uh, you know, who's calling the car? And then you go, where's Corinne? And then you're just all at home. That's how like a night mm-hmm. at Charlie's you remember. And that's how the pictures come out, like almost like a drunken memory. Yeah. The, the, it's, it's with, it's, when I, when I say bad lighting, I, and he knows what I'm talking about, it's even there. It's like the blue and red bullshit it, lighting. It that makes like, it like purple and white. I, I will show yeah. you. Um, I took a bunch of pictures when I was there. I've actually deleted them all, but they're in my trash somewhere. Um, uh, I, they all look like I'm in that, what's the avatar? The, the movie? Like my face is blue. Oh, so like I, all of our faces. Are I thought you were asking a question about Avatar. Is that the movie where they're blue? It I is, but it. you didn't ask it like a question like <laughs> Avatar. You go Avatar. <laughs> like you just yelled it at me. And I was like, it, okay, <laughs> that is, word. that is, we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> you will have the final say on that. Yeah, it, it is kind of like that. I could, I could uh, see that. I went to uh, my boy, uh, Jeray, uh, as uh, a professional former trying to get him to come out of retirement like Jordan, but he's a former, uh, like a drag queen to the I mean just uh he's, he wins a bunch of stuff and we went uh for his final performance and we went to Charlie's as just a show yeah and it was one of the most fun nights we ever I mean Jeray t- uh, just I was sitting there and I was like this is so entertaining yeah it's and, and then at the end of the day isn't that what you want you're like I, I have this thing it has my full attention. I am enjoying it. Well, the the one of the performers was just exceedingly amazing. These are not real. It's they're they're people that play in the league. So they're like some of them didn't have great choreograph. A lot of times I was like, yo, we should cut these routines to forty five <laughs> seconds. Like I don't need a three minute solo performance of like a slow ballad from Gaga that like I've never heard. Like right, it's more about you it. getting it out. It's almost like karaoke. Where the really good karaoke places just do like a minute and fifteen, so you can sing yes. the chorus a couple times in one verse, but Please. we don't need to hear eighteen melody breakdown. And you're like, oh my god! I know, and I knew when Lucy was going on, so I was like, like Lucy was going on in the second bracket, and like after fifteen of the the first drags, the acts went on. I was like, oh god, how how many did we allow in this show? Anyway, this person was like the number two one out, and she, she was absolutely mind-blowingly phenomenal and I went like full fangirl and I didn't know what like I I again Jay would really like it if I didn't do these things so I like find her she was giant um so I find her off stage like immediately when she exits the stage and all of her actual friends or his actual friends but are congratulating I walk over I'm like I excuse me excuse me I 
am so impressed. <laughs> like there's like no- you're a scout from Hollywood. Yeah, and that's what I and I was like, I didn't want to be like I have what I wanted to. Do, what I ended up saying multiple times, I was like, can I take a picture? And then later on, I was like, I'm sorry, I fangirled out earlier, but I have a public platform and I want to elevate drag on my platform. And like, I just, I just wanted to be like, I'm a survivor on the Amazing Race. And, but like, I couldn't do it artfully, so I didn't say it. You got to just casually work it in. I, I know about pictures. I was on Survivor, so I get it. Well, but if you don't. I asked for his Instagram. And then he tells me, he's like, this is my first performance ever, which was wild. Wow. The, he, uh, I mean, I, I put... He breakdanced in this crazy elaborate costume. I just thought it was, like, so incredible. Anyway, um, so then when he followed me back, he was like, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah. That's how you do it. So anyway, whatever. By the way, that was a low-key back when I was single. That was the way I would, like, without dropping, like, oh, I've been on some stuff. I would just be like, follow me on Instagram and never mention anything. Yeah. And then so it's a complete surprise. It's better than when you oversell yourself. I know, but I feel like at this point, I I, I was embarrassed for myself. I was just like not – it wasn't like uh, – look, the act stuff I don't take back. But I could have been cooler about the performer. Yeah, you could have been cool. I don't know. Maybe you take some of the act stuff back. <laughs> Maybe you say – I don't know. It's it's And this is on a like a slightly more serious note. It's hard to know how someone wants to be approached because some people are like, hey, if you like me, come buy me a drink and like step to me and say, and say, hey, what's up? I'm Al. Like, tell me about yourself. And then other people are like, who is this guy walking up on me? You know, it's yeah. a very like you don't know. So it's so you just have to go with the, what's your the vibe you're kind of feeling. You were feeling annoy act. That's what you were feeling. I really I mean, and this 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 guy was the bell of the ball. I mean, he. Listen, I literally, I mean, he was surrounded every man in there. And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. Hello, sir. Like, it's just I was wasting his time. But he was sweet about it. That's okay. And, you know, again, I think that we are connected uh, not only uh, just in friendship, but also there's something our our energies are like because I wanted to talk to you. I had the most random flashback of a terrible date. And I was like, Corinne always talks about her dates, both good and bad. Yeah. And it it seems like I never do. And I'm like, I'm not holding back. I just don't remember a lot of dates. And I had this random memory of this terrible date. I went out with uh, this. It's strange. I met this girl uh, when I lived in New York and I was moving to Miami. And so when I moved to Miami, she moved from New York to Miami uh, to uh, Orlando, which uh, yeah, to live with her family. Miami. So yeah, so she was living in Orlando. So she this is back when like people would still text, and she was <laughs> like, "Wants to live in Orlando." Yeah. <laughs> and so like she's like, I, "I live in Orlando now." We shook up, and I was still full full fledged uh, middle school teacher. I don't think I'd ever done stand up yet. And she's like, "Let's go on a date." So I'm like, "Cool." She was like, "I only have a few days, and they're all during the week to hang out." So I was like. That's kind of an L to because to drive from Miami to Orlando. Oh my God. During the work week. Absolutely not. During the work that's how much I wanted to see her. During the work week, dog. Met in between and because she was I don't think she had the means to get we're anywhere. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know me, I was just like, oh, no problem. Like I'll drive up there. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, so I drive up to Orlando, which is two and a half, three hours. No. Uh, well, Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. I actually think I know the midway, a midway point and whatever. I'm, I'm interrupting you. Uh, What's the midway point? It's all swamp in there. I think it's Port St. Lucie. Oh yeah. That's on the coast though. Yeah. But it, 
eh, I think that's in between Miami and Orlando. Like, yes, it's, Orlando's inland, but Miami's on the coast. I think it's, like, roughly in the middle. And the only thing that came to my head, and this is so childish, but in, in high school we used to call it, uh, instead of Port St. Lucie, Lord St. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I just giggled to myself. I, b- okay. I believe that that Go was, <laughs> and I'm glad really? we stopped the story for that. Yes, I really, no, that really I'll, because I'll think important. about that for a long time. <laughs> but I love it. There. <laughs> First of all, I spent a weirdly a lot of time. There. I started my career in Florida, so I did all Port Charlotte, Port St. Lucie. Mm-hmm. I did all uh, Plant City, all those areas. I, I, I did a bunch, and so I had to drive straight after work to Orlando, which is like three and a half hours. And I get there, and she's like, we want to go to Universal Studios. You need to remember, Corinne. Oh, my God. Corinne, yes, your reaction. Why would you react like that, Corinne? Well, first of all, it's really expensive. Okay, Corinne, you could just stop right there. You could just stop (laughs) right there. wild thing to ask for a first date. Yeah, and and my face, I've already already committed now, dog. I'm here, and this isn't like, let me go on my phone and look cheap fun near me i'm like no. sure oh shit you don't uh, say i have no money i'm a teacher like i had yeah. no money and so we go to universal studios uh and you know they have like that outdoor mall thing where they have like uh yes i do you know they have all those terrible shops and one of them is like the bob marley cat bar where uh-huh. it's like they play reggae all yeah, day yeah. and whatever so we went in there and by this time you know it's a three hour three and a half hour drive post me going straight coming straight from school so it's like eight you know it's dark and also, uh, if you're gonna spend the money on Universal, you you it closes by ten thirty. Like right, it's right. not eleven. But, you know the Universal. You mean um, walk, um, walk City Walk? Or, yeah. City Walk, yeah, that mm-hmm. part. So there's like bars that are open late. Yes. And so we go to this to this reggae bar, and there's real, uh, you know, the Rastas. I don't. Yeah, I guess it's you know just old school Rasta cats in there, huh. uh, hanging out in this tourist trap. Yeah. And so. Uh, <laughs> You know, at one point, Universal I, pays to hang out there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, There's like, they're not naturally you have there. to go to through a turnstile to get into yeah, this yeah, place, yeah. you know. And so uh, uh, I'm there and I'm like looking at the menu, seeing what drinks I want to get us started with to set the price point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to get rum drops, uh-huh. you know, some cheap. <laughs> and so I go over and I get some whatever we're supposed to get. And I come back and this girl that I driven four and a half hours with is dancing with like this super, super, super old Rasta dude, and I, I'm talking. This is at this point, I'm probably like 28. I'm f- 45 now, and and she was like around my age, wow. and uh, he was probably so she's probably like 27, 28. And was it her dad? It, no, it looked like it could have been her great grandfather. I mean, like a long gray uh-huh. Gandalf beard, not uh, just like a se- not a seasoned gentleman, like an old, like a wise man that she'd been sitting on a tree stump mm-hmm. giving advice. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's cute. She's dancing with the old dude. And, you know, so I sat there, I drank my drink and, you know, TV's on. It's like before people really were on their phones all day. And I'm just sitting there and, uh, you know, the next song starts and they, they're they dancing again. No, 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 no. And no, no, no. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Because, you know, reggae songs, you kind of don't know when they end. No. But, yeah. like, I was like, I think this is, like, another song. And this is probably going to be seven minutes like the last one. So they dance again. I was like, oh, it's cool. And then, like, third song. And they're still no, dancing. No, only, like, now she's, like, backing it up a little bit. Oh. And I am watching this happen oh, on what? a teacher's. I don't know what to do, Corinne. Like, we can look. I, I, yeah, I'm i just. I need it. I know. <laughs> Jesus, fuck how long? I mean, that's just this is the d- disrespect. So it, that yo, yo, yeah, 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 dude, yo, and she didn't even live in Orlando proper. You know, there's like those other cities that of are course. around Orlando that like the yeah, yeah, and so like if you don't go to college at UCF 
or like you work at Disney, like the, if you're in the outside. Right. She was like in it, and it, she didn't it live was rough. it. It was weird because you can usually describe uh, anywhere in this country as like city, uh, rural, uh, suburbs, you know, whatever. For, for, there was like, there are some places that are like, this is not the hood. This is not a working class community. It's not a rich community. It's a section of like random houses and train tracks and just like <laughs> unincorporated uh-huh. city land. You know yes. what I'm saying? I'm like, where am I? So I had to pick her up from there. And so like she, we're not even, that's why I'm saying like to leave, I would be leaving her probably 45 minutes from her crib. Like oh we God. were not like she could, there's pre Uber. And so, uh, they proceeded to dance. I'm going to say they started dancing at probably like eight on the dot. They danced till 1030. I I have no words for this. Corinne, I'm sitting there and I, you know, I was drinking and I think I texted my boy a couple of times like, yo, you will not believe because I didn't know what to do. I didn't like I was so. Di- I would have given a quick tap tap on the shoulder. Well, that's that's why this did. is wild behavior. Yeah, I don't this understand. is this is like this is like a, it wasn't ten thirty. It was closer to like it was still kind of light outside, so it might have been like summertime. So it was like nine thirty ish, you know. But it was late. It was late on school. I still have a four hour drive, Doug. A four hour drive. I, Yo, partially so, your your fault. I it, yes, no world in which. Well, yeah. if Tommy Dewey, I listen. I'll fly to L.A. With no notice, if he'd like to go yeah. on a date, okay? And then he can ghost you for an. Uh, I don't. I. I mean, an he, older Rastafarian woman. I think I'd make a scene. I don't think I'd be cool. I. I did. You're a lot. I'm, yeah, I'm not a. Well, I'm just not a scene maker. And so by the That's end of like differ. they start, they start to get to the end of the, uh, um, you know, the time, and then after a while, he started buying her drinks. So once I saw that happen, like I'm out. So I just roll. I just roll. Oh, wow. And so I finally did. And this is why I remember it was kind of still light outside because I remember seeing her running up on me like from behind. You know, it wasn't pitch black or like somebody. Yeah. I saw her like come running because I was out. You know, there was a like I was still like Would a she, wild dude. Did you know? she think this was going to turn you on? I No, I don't know what she was doing. And so she comes out. And she's like trying to catch me, like, oh, I thought my, you know, you were leaving. I thought we were having a good, like, not, she didn't say a good time, but it, she was like, basically, like, I thought we were in there kicking it. And I'm like, you were kicking yeah. it. Yeah. And then so the old dude who's put in an hour and a half, <laughs> yeah. hour 45 of work, <laughs> right. and, and to his credit, I would think she was feeling me. Yeah. Like, she really teased him up. I'm sure he was all mm-hmm. uh, frothed up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He I mean, was she, was, she was putting, yeah, he, he was prime. And so he comes out and he's like, you know, oh, girl, you know, where are you going? Let me get your number. Like, I'm, you know. And she's kind of looking at me like, will you get, cu- cut him? And I was like, no, no. that's your man. Yeah. I was like, that's your, uh, uh, yeah. that's your boo-boo. And so, she, you know, she brushes this guy off eventually. I get in my car. She gets in the passenger seat. And, you know, we just leave. We are not talking. And we're driving back to her place for about 40 minutes. And I'm just doing the math. Because, you know, like you look and it's like 936 and I you're not even pos- close to her crib. And you're like, I'm not getting home till 230. No. And that drive is so like it's, desolate and boring. It's like, Alligator Alley. It's, yeah. it's a swamp. That's yeah. why they call where Florida plays the, 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 the stadium's called the swamp. Yes. The team's called the Gators. Yes. It's swamp. They're not bullshitting. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's very few places to stop. And, it, you know, when you do pull over, it's like there's marshland over there. There's, nothing, yeah. there's, no, there's no solid ground. So she's like, we're driving like 20 minutes. And she goes, 
pull over. I feel sick. <gasps> and so this date, she opens the door to throw up. Like, oh, we pull over. She opens the door to th- kick her in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Splash. She, she opens the door to throw up but forgets to take her seatbelt off no so no. she like got luckily she got enough of her momentum where her face and everything was enough where she did throw up outside oh, of the car then she just released her seatbelt but this isn't the movies where like your seatbelt snaps you know like kind of holds the, the side of your hip fat for a little and then uh-huh. so it like so she just slowly rolled out of the car <laughs> And threw up outside, which I'm like, how you feeling, buddy, from your uh, romance day? I was just having so much fun watching her vomit. And so she gets back in the car and she goes to close my passenger door and she slams her glasses in the door. She had these classics <laughs> and like broke them, but not where they were broken. Just like if uh, if you just took it and pushed one of your hands up and one and pulled them. So they just had that uh-huh. wrench, like when Superman would get punched and yeah. his glasses would be weird. And so her glasses were just sitting on her face. Just uh-huh. like that, the entire trip, just like hanging off and broken. She was uh, nauseous and vomiting, and I dropped her off just like that. And I just drove home, and it, I couldn't have been happier. But tell me, Corinne. And now you're engaged. And now I'm engaged, <laughs> yes. And now she's been. Now she's the mother of my children. Yeah, right, right, But, right. yeah, what do you think that was? Oh, that's Because I don't think she doesn't... was feeling him. No, she she's just can't hold her alcohol and didn't oh. didn't judge the situation didn't know how much time it elapsed i think didn't, you're right yeah 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 that's just she's just a, a rookie i've thought about her motivations for that and that's like mm-hmm. you just go for the simplest thing because it's like it, she called me when she came down she was definitely like hey i know it's but i want to see you too she was like you know broke chick from brooklyn she had money to get down to miami yeah and there's really so i was like i thought the the I, I didn't stalk her to get this date. Like we, it was mutual. Yeah, so I, yeah. this, the, ever since then, whenever I've thought about it, like, why did she do that? But I think you're right. You just clear something up for me. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had my share of stupid things that I've done though. I I don't have, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do that move. What, what do you do after the third song? A tap on the shoulder. No, you're, you're me now. Put yourself in my situation. Corinne, like, we well, know. first of all, were you just were you, was he buying under the drinks going forward? I, I How'd you get so drunk? Did I, you buy I, all these drinks? No, no, no. I bought the first round because yeah. I was like, that's when they started dancing. When I went and get got the right. first round, and you brought it to her. And I think I might have bought a second round to take over there to kind of give her the you know really like lubed some, her up for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I, I did, though. <laughs> I did. You know, I think the second, you know, like, sometimes you'll take somebody a glass of water and be like, we need to leave right now. Like, the second drink was more to give her the eye, like, what are Yo, we doing? Are we partying? This is your out. Yeah. Because I did drive three and a half hours. I'm not going to be like, one drink, I don't like her behavior. Yeah. I tried to, and I think this, I see, yeah. and then I think after yeah. after she was primed, uh, then he took over after I was the opening act. <laughs> yeah. And then I really... Never saw her again until she was slowly sliding out of my car, vomiting. Boy, this is really, uh, that's a good story, man. I don't know why that popped in my head. I have a lot of, I've lived a really weird mm-hmm. life, like the well, college see, story. Well, you yeah. what I would do. I would never drive that far for a date. I would never date somebody who lives in Orlando. I wouldn't date someone who lives in the outskirts of Orlando, really, for any reason. Um, there's just like a whole bunch of things I wouldn't have done that would have gotten me to the place. So it's hard for me to go. Okay, but say you did all those things. I wouldn't go to Universal on a date. I would like none of these things track. And it shows you she was a tourist because she really didn't even know. Like we were both like, that sounds like where all the under the the underground in Orlando is Universal Uh, Studio Walk or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. City Walk. Um, 
Yeah. Do you have any dating stories? Because I feel like you do. I feel like you told me. You oh, got I've some... got a bazillion. I, I mean, I, I. Oh, you mean current day? Yeah. Yes, I would yes. like to hear some present day. That was that was back. That was, that the was in the transition. Because yes. I was thinking in my head, I I I, don't, I I'll tell. The, this is very short. I. All right. I used to have to go to Hawaii for work. I know that everyone thinks that's cool. It's actually fucking not. Honolulu is a massive time difference. At the time when I covered it, I lived in L.A. It's a shitty six-hour flight. I still had to be accountable for all of the physicians and all of the shit that's going on. It's like five hours behind, right? Yeah. It's It's crazy. And there's – I don't know if this has changed. I I think it has. But, like, there's, like, no Wi-Fi a lot of times over the ocean part. I don't know. It was – it's not glamorous. I also had to go to Honolulu, which is – not it's the Orlando of Hawaii, if you will. Uh, Honolulu is the city. Like people go to Maui and it's all where the hospitals are. Yeah, That's why I went there. Oh, so I was out. This is years ago. I was in Honolulu, and I used to to treat myself while I was there. <laughs> I would take like a surf list. I would take myself on sunset cruises. I'd get hammered on the cruise and like kiki with the staff. Like I would just do because I'm I'm very I I don't mind hanging out by myself. You know, I, at the time, I think this you have is, very comic-like instincts. By the way, do I? Comics don't mind hanging. I don't yeah, mind I, don't, I go to myself. a bar by myself yeah. all the time. Um, I would actually do that over. I don't know, hanging out with somebody I don't want to spend time with. Um, so in Hawaii, hmm. I was at a bar by myself, and <laughs> I it was getting late. I had a flight the next day to catch, and there was a cute guy at the bar. So I shot my shot, and I was like, "Hey, what's up? What's up?" And he's like, "Oh, like you know, we start talking," and he tells me. Like what he does for a living. And I forget what it was, but it was something like day labor-ish where he has to get up very early. I don't remember the nuances of this. But he lived in Honolulu. And I was like, I'm kind of, I'm like, I was kind of like into him. You know, I'm right. making out with him at the bar a little. Blah, blah, blah. And then. That's kind of being into somebody. What is. <laughs> I was wow. casually like. Eh. What's so, really being into somebody? What, so, <laughs> where's Corinne? She's still here. Yeah. You just can't see her. <laughs> so, all right. So he says to me, he goes, well, I have, you know, there's a huge um, reggae fan. And I happen to really love reggae. Reggae is awesome. Yes. And so it was called Maja Raja, M-A-J-A-H-R-A-J-A-H, like Ja, right? And the Got headliner it. was Matis Yahoo, who's maybe my famous singer of any like reggae. Um, and so I was like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, um, I would, if, if you want to stay, you, cause my hotel was super expensive. I wasn't going to do that. And I was like, okay, let me go outside. And this is when you still have to pay change fees. So I was like, it's going to cost me $250 to change my American flight, but I'll stay for like the weekend and then we can kick it. By the way, I've always said, let me see if I can change my flight is the siren song of every alcoholic. <laughs> Anybody that kicks is like, we'll change our flight. It's fine. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So I like, I plunked down $250, but like, I'm Ooh. going to get to stay in Hawaii for another, another two days. He lives there. So we like go hard in the paint for like that night. And then maybe it was three nights. So we then we go on a, a hike, which I don't know why I was so, this hike was so difficult in, 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 and I, I actually, I do know why. I have actually great endurance for hikes. What I don't have is the, the endurance. I can't stand being hot and hot and humid and hot, humid and hiking. And so I was really like bitching. This will come into play in a minute. Like I was like, Ugh. like I was basically like, why didn't you bring a fan? Like I was like, not cool on this hike. Why did he take you on this? I don't no, and he was pretty sweet and patient about it. But anyway, by the third night, which is when Major Raja was, um, Mati Sahu goes on, and like he had to continuously get up and go to work at like an ungodly hour. I'm sleeping in. I'm at his apartment, which is like on the beach. Um, so he's like pretty like cashed out by that concert night. And post concert, the concert ends. It's on the actual beach, like the ocean. The waves are crashing. It's a cool festival. 
And um, we, you know, we're we're like mingling around, and like the concert ends, and I'm thinking we're it's my last night there. Like we're gonna, like, you know, go after it. Right. And he's like, I just don't have it in me. Like I just I need to go home and go to bed. You wore him out. And I was pissed. I had been sleeping in for the last three days <laughs> at his place. You know. Why the long face? And I was just like, fine. Fine. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, maybe how about if I take a nap and then like we can go back out. Like, you know, the concert ends at like 1030. We're walkable to the from the concert to his place on the beach. And I, he's like, if you just give me like an hour. Well, I don't know what what I I don't remember what happened, but I took an Ambien because I think I was hungry because, you know, I can't eat dinner till I take the So I like took an Ambien and I don't remember this, but apparently, according to him, he woke me up within like an hour and a half of me taking the Ambien, not realizing I had taken it. And he was like, hey, I feel better. Like, do you want to still go out? Like, we can go out till, you know, places in Honolulu stay open pretty late. And I don't remember this, but I was like, I don't like you. I don't like that hike you took me on. I just start laying into him. Like, I am saying the meanest shit. I was like, and first of all, when I met you, you had a hat on and you appear to be losing your hair. Like, I go fucking batshit on this guy. And I only know this because the next morning he had to drive me to the airport. So when I wake up, I don't know anything went wrong. And I'm just like, hey, do you want to get brunch? And he's like, you were really mean last night. And I was like, you were mean. You didn't want to stay out. And he's like, yeah, but I woke you up to go back out. And, And then he told me all the things I had said. Oh, my God. And he was like, I didn't really know what to do. It was really awful. Like, and I was like. Well, I would apologize, but that's ambient grin. Like, I don't. You got to wake me up again tonight and I'll apologize. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why she said that stuff. He's like, do you really think I'm losing my hair? And I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> ambient grin just, just, just said all the things. And you don't need to ask that. I mean, I know at one point he's like, he was like, you said like the, like I, 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 I he had shown me pictures of him from like five years prior. And I remember thinking this when he showed it to me. I point to him in the picture and I go, who's your hot friend? And he's like, that's me. And it's because he didn't look as hot. Like, you know, I, I had- hope you explain that to him. <laughs> it's because you're way uglier now. Yes, that's no, why I was confused. So on Ambien, I you're gross like, now. You're not be, gross in this picture. You used to have a better body. Like, Asked and answered. <laughs> Just so unnecessarily mean oh my goodness. to this nice boy who let me stay in his house, who got me tickets to the concert, like who like like literally gave me free reign at his house for like three days, and I ended it like this. And I just and he was I I, I didn't know I didn't know how to save it. So I think probably this is his worst date. Except you know what? I will follow this up with something. He reached out to me after this and was like, "Hey, I was thinking of visiting LA." And I'm sorry to say, I just never responded. Oh, my God, Corinne. <laughs> Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, oh, my God. I know. We need to start a GoFundMe for this guy's <laughs> therapy bills. I know. It's so bad. But I was like, what am I going to do? I don't want to insult him for like the 16th time by saying like, no, this was just for funsies while I was in Honolulu. Oh. Um, oh. So I just thought the appropriate response was no response. Oh. <laughs> It's because now oh he's God. just left to even if you guys had just gone on one more date where it's just normal, you're like, oh, we could we could have a normal interaction. And then we just didn't talk anymore. But now he just has that last memory oh. of and the hair thing is the thing he felt comfortable bringing up. Doesn't mean there wasn't other things that I you know, said. I know. So I'm, I, I can I, I know because they were they were in my brain. Like I thought to myself when I met him at the bar that night, he was wearing a hat. 
and I should have checked harder. I know I asked him to take the hat off and I thought the hair looked fine, but I was drunk and it was dark. And then when I ended up staying there and like seeing him in the daylight, I was like, oh, his hair's going. Like what? But it's not going to go that day. You can still enjoy the weekend. <laughs> his hair's going. You're always, why do you got to be such a prognostic? You look oh at everybody, god. wait till wait. you're going to be you terrible to... at 73. Oh my god. Something even worse is he was, he was um, texting on his phone. He went to the bathroom and for whatever reason left his phone out. And I saw the message and he sent to his friend. He's like, I am so lucky. She is so pretty. Like, it was the oh. sweetest message. Because we went country dancing that first night. He took me. We did two step in. And uh, he was in, really into me. And I just. Anyway, so if you're wondering how my karma is doing. That's, that's probably yeah, a big part of why shit's not gone well for me. Because I was doing these kinds of antics. That's, 10 years ago. That started like a rom-com that ended up in a humiliation video <laughs> that should be on you porn. That was so that was so mean that a lot of people find it erotic. I, They'd be like tell the story again but then describe his face. Uh, like that was like I mean that's pretty you know I, I will put up I have I remember I took a picture <clears throat> Of the and art. showed it to him. Of look the, at the look at the no, follicles. Do you see no. them? I don't either. I took a picture <laughs> of the two of us, the shadow of the two of us at the concert instead of of the two of us because I decided it wasn't good looking enough to post on Facebook. So I, I was like, I, I'm gonna take a picture of of our shadows. So like, make a peace sign or whatever. So it looks like, like a card for your fiftieth yes! wedding anniversary. <laughs> Why don't you just ask someone to take a picture of us? And I was like, I'm not prepared to post a picture of you. And so uh, I have that picture. That's definitely on my Facebook. I'll find that for you guys. Okay, let's um, let's find that and then find him and tag him in it. <laughs> Are you, do you think you're good enough so we can show your face now? I mean, and then block him. That would be the only way that you could be. Unless even he got hair plugs, he's definitely bald by now. But I don't. You can deal with a a bald man. You just want him to go bald. Just Commit. own it. I can't stand. Yes. How many men that are losing their hair and they tell you it's obviously losing their hair? What, is that a universal rule? Because some people's yeah. heads don't lend themselves to baldness. Well, then you get hair plugs, friend. You one or the other. I cannot. I cannot with you're trying to hold on to whatever's left of your hair. Isn't a hat a gigantic cheaper hair plug? <laughs> well, I think I, I just I, I don't I, I that's just like a deal breaker for me. I can't. I, I it's fine. Look, it's not fine. It sucks that you're losing your hair. However, you need to just lean into that. There isn't a world in which I like. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was, look, I wasn't going to tell this story. To, for what you want. So I, I respect. I mean, it's it's what it is. You don't like that. Go ahead. I wasn't going to tell hear. this story, but now I feel like I should. We're, you I, have to I, now. I know. We're, we're going to tell this and then we'll get into emails. Um, So I went on a date with a guy. Mm. And in every single picture, this guy has a gorgeous head of hair. Okay. This is also the gentleman, if you'll remember, that I deemed has children and he's just not owning it. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. So he shows up and I'm going to, I'll just share with you. I will not share this publicly, but I want you to understand that these pictures are recent. This is actually what he looks like. Um, And I was confused as to how this is even possible. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I see. Look at the hair. Okay. I see it. Okay. Hair, Got hair, it. hair. Okay, okay, here's what's going on. He walks in. He is adorable. He has a full yarmulke of missing hair. Now, somehow, look, It's he's got the front, just like you see in this photo. Right. All this is gone. Oh, so it's All just. All of this is gone. 
so it's almost like the part where they plugged in on Neo and uh, it, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, yeah. That, but, you but I've know, never seen any male pattern baldness like that. I've never seen this before. Uh, that's the one I see a lot on. I feel like definitely a lot of my homies, black dudes, like uh, that little. Yeah, it's that the, spot grows and grows. I, but the, the spot, front looks so perfect. Yeah. Sometimes the spot grows, but then just does like a, a Moses parting of the sea to your forehead. And then you have the. <laughs> The kind of thicker Homer Simpson, which if you do look at, especially even pictures from the 80s, I look at pictures of like my mom's friends. There are guys that own that. They were like, it is clean up top, totally like an eclair. But on the sides, it's like there's hair enough to comb. It Yeah, it is a full. (sighs) It's an interesting look. I've never I have personally never seen this. And he's he was a white guy. Um, What do you think I did? I think that you called him out on it and then took him to task and made him answer, not just dismiss, but like, why did you, why don't you fix that? I I know, but why don't you fix it? By coincidence, he was- You're like like an interrogator for the KGB, but you see it's a problem. Why don't you fix your follicles? So So I was like- um, we we were on this date. Now, mind you, I said multiple times, this is very funny. So I was like, oh, um, so, you know, you're like, you're the, like, I just want to make sure you're the age of like somebody who would have kids. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I, you know, I had younger siblings. I, I felt like I raised them. And I'm like, I know you have kids, dude. Just say you have kids. And like, I just kept asking questions. And, um, and so I tell, I tell my Gaber this and he's like, had it crossed your mind that maybe the kids died in a car accident or something? Like, you keep bringing up the kids. I was like, I don't think that's what happened. Yeah, because he would still mention it. You yes. don't say if you lost your kids, I God said, forbid, you I won't go, act like they were never there. I go, do you still talk to your ex? And he's like, no. And I'm like, yes, you do, because you share two kids with her. But he's, like, not coming clean on this at all, which I actually had no problem with. You know how I am with, I don't care. If you don't own your kids. I, this was, like, a very low-level concern. The hair was much more pressing. So he happens to say to me, he lives kind of far away, and so he came down, and we had, like, this lovely date. Um well, he said to me, um, I would love to see you again. I said, okay, well, like, what, you know, what what are your plans this weekend? He's like, actually, I, I, I get my hair cut down here. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so it was a perfect time to be like, have you thought about shaving your head? Because, like, I really prefer a shaved head. And he was like, you know, my hairdresser said, you know, I'm losing my hair. You got to cut it while you have it. And I was like, you don't. You don't have it. Also, that's not a reason. Cut it while you have like, it. Like they, and I go, and by the way, he he's very well off. I guarantee you this is not a cheap haircut. So, like, this woman's going to cling to this client. Absolutely. And give him poor advice. But he he would look great with plugs. He happens to be someone that has this, like, great, like, the front of his hair is, like, really nice. But it's, it's in, you can't, you can't have a, a Why don't you send him a link to, like, uh, you know, hair restoration place and be like, oh, my goodness, I, I meant mean, to send this to my dad. I'm sorry. My hottest shit ex from Boulder got hair, hair plugs. He really, I mean, his hair was not thinning that badly, but he got it done. Why he, not get ahead of something that might be Especially if you problem- have 10 Gs to drop. If, yeah, if you got it. I know. That's what it's for. Yeah, have at it. I think... I don't know. I mean, honestly, in my next life, I'm going to be a salesman for that because there's nobody that sells more hair plugs than I do. I mean, I feel I, like, yeah. I mean, that, that could be saying? your side hustle. Some people, it's Uber. Yours will just be like the middle person for yeah. shaming men into getting hair plugs. You just go, you are hot. Or I mean, I'll sell clippers. It's one or the other. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it. I feel like that's the reason. And I don't. I don't feel like that's also you like you like what you like, and you were suggesting to him here's something I think that would make you look better. And I want to say he didn't take it. He didn't take it. 
I think I would see him again. I need to work out the hair situation. You guys know how I am. But he was, like, lovely in a lot of ways. I just was like, this is just a bizarre choice you've made. Yes, but that's one. You don't. You, have you not made any bizarre choices? Yeah, actually, my hair dye job at the time is not great. Yeah. 50 miles from here. So I I was literally I've been going to this color bar and after the color, it's like an organic nonsense, which I doubt. I, you know, I don't care about the environment. I don't even recycle. But I, I like thought it was easier to sign up for this color bar because I pay a monthly fee. I can go whenever I want. But my hair after like being in the sun for a little gets like brassy and it looks like shit right now. And like he could have been like, I the, love it. Oh, on the date, he could have been like, hey, Ronald McDonald. Like, but he didn't because he's more class than I do. But that's not. You I know, don't want this to be a deal breaker. So I want you to like mm. call my man. Yeah, but you know what the deal breaker is going to be is if he listens to this podcast. Y- yeah. That's going to be problematic. Yeah. But if he can't take that, he can't take you long term. Yeah. But if he's still in the game, then this is your girl. She would be the best time ever. But you got to like everybody's not going to be perfect. And, you, hey, will he probably love this? Absolutely not. But I feel like you would bring a lot more he joy also, and fun to his life. You guys, he said at one point, like he lives in like a massive like house on a two acre Something like five, two acres, a lot of acres. And I was like, all alone? That's, and he's like, yeah, I really like the solitude. I'm like, you have two kids that live there. Why don't you just tell me that? (laughs) You are raising your children there. Yeah, but it's two acres. I never see them. That's a, it's a very. That's where the nanny is on the other. I I guess you have to keep us updated on this. I will. This is very strange. And, uh, you know, we talked before the show. uh, We're pulling the curtain back a little bit about an hour Yelp review. But I had uh, another idea, another segment uh, that I want because I I never have a place to talk about certain things that pop into my mind, like funny things that have happened to me over the years. So I wanted to have a segment uh, where we and maybe we'll have our swimmers title it where I talk about crazy things that have happened on the road, specifically this week, bombing. Uh, and it may, I started thinking about bombing because I started thinking about that weird story at Universal yes. Studios. And I was like, oh, yeah, that regular place. And then it hit me about the worst bomb that I've ever, I, I want to hesitate before I say ever, but I can't think of one well, that's worse than this. Last episode, you gave us the worst one. It's worse the, than that? It's, it's worse than it the organizational would, would, Yes, notes? it was definitely worse than the notes. And I'll tell you How why. It be worse than that. Because I was bombing with stuff I didn't. I had no business right, talking about it. Your fault. This was my material. And this was material that worked to the point where, like, it works enough where, like, you just go in any venue, like, I'm going to smash it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd done, even at this point, uh, up and I worked enough where I was uh, being called to do shows overseas as well, just fly in, do a show in, like, the Bahamas and fly back because I lived in Miami. So this show was in the Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands, and I flew there. And it was a two-night show. They were going to pay me really good money for, you know, four shows total, uh, one one Friday, one Saturday. And uh, so I get there. Yeah, w- oh, one Friday, two Saturdays, so three shows. And so I get there Friday night and uh, get to the bar. To this day, the bar, uh, the bar had one of the most beautiful people I'd ever – she was just this gorgeous bartender, really fun. She was like, oh, we're excited to have you. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to start the show. And she's like, and there's a special treat uh, for you. Uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands' uh, most famous comedian is going to open for you. Why would that person open for you? I if don't, they're the most famous, because I'm the big, sh- I'm the big shot American. Oh, I see, I see. It. And so, it, you know, Friday night comes, eight o'clock, show starts, and the guy comes over to me before we get started, and he's like an older guy. Uh, he's probably mid sixties. He looked like a teacher looked in 1983 red sweater vest over like a collared shirt, dress slacks, 
black loafers. Like he looked like a professor. He should have okay. been in front of like a fireplace. Uh-huh. And show starts and he starts telling jokes because mainstream American comedy, at least, it's it's a lot of storytelling and, you know, wordplay. So it's just like, I'm with my girl Corinne. We're at dinner. The waiter does this. I'm like this. And remember I said this, and here's the thing you didn't see uh-huh. coming. That's American. Yeah. Over there, their style of jokes is more like knock-knock jokes, but like in the form of right. long-form riddles. So the, What? He, so his first joke was something very similar, like, so I'm walking down the street and I get to a bridge and I see a frog and I say, frog, move out of my way. And the frog's, nope, you got to go around. So I'm like, OK. So I go back home. Uh, the next day I come, I see the frog in front of the bridge again. I say, hey, frog, get out of my way. And then, the, you know, and then the frog. And then so the third thing is and I say, hey, and then the this funny. Is the best? This is their best. <laughs> and he gets the punchline of whatever riddle that you could have. tears the house down. Burned it down. <laughs> That's not my crowd. Burned it down. And I was like, oh, no. No, dog. (laughs) I mean, people are doubled over (laughs) laughing at, like, Uh jokes. Like, these are jokes because I've been obsessed with comedy my whole life. But I would get, you know, these, like, funny riddles, like... You know, a, a, a man walks up to a water fountain. and Like, that, you know, some weird stuff. And no. so the, the breakdown was he was supposed to do uh, 15 minutes. I was going to do an hour, and it was going to be an hour and a half roughly show. Uh, and I'm looking at the clock. He's at a half an hour. I'm looking at the clock. He's at 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what? I'm looking at the clock. He's rounding in on an hour. The owner comes in. He's wrapping up soon. It was like they had all gotten together to punk me or something. <laughs> so I go up to an audience that this dude has ripped apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, like, that kind of stuff where, like, people are laughing so hard that, like, they're losing control of time and space, like, uh-huh. knocking drinks over, laughing, la- killing. And I go up there, and my first joke was, uh, this is back when I was a teacher, my first joke was about being a teacher. It, that joke has worked probably no joke 957 times uh-huh, uh-huh. it's that joke works everywhere it well, works everywhere i tell this joke and just crickets nothing, nothing. then I, I so i panic and i go to like another joke that was way further in my set that was a definite killer and it was about me showing my my students the miracle of life video when the about how a sperm yeah. and stuff, that, that was another joke just it killed yeah and okay. Nothing, and now I'm starting to get some like low level grumblings. Oh, and no. I always say, when you're bombing, it's it's people think because you watch movies, you think there's going to be somebody like boo, get off the stage, and th- somebody throws a tomato. It's not that. That's not what bombing feels like. Bombing is when you start to feel like you're losing control of people's attention, and you start hearing low level conversations. Yeah, and it's just like oh, you start hearing people. Oh, you know what's going on. I don't know. Do you want to go? A lot of, lot of phone checking. Just like, yeah, a lot of just yeah. like low level, mer- like you walked into a train station with like 500 people, yeah. but you can't make out any of the conversations. So I just, just bomb. But I mean, nothing's working. And I'm just like, at the, like at one point I was just leaning against the side of the wall. So anyway, you know, my wife, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just, I just, I was like, this is unsavable. I take just <laughs> a hot one. I get off stage and, you know, the crowd's filing past me and just like, they don't say anything. <laughs> no one's buying merch from you. I'm at the bartender with the super hot bartender. I was expecting to like kill it and then yeah. come back to her like, Cash what's in. up? Yeah. You know? And so I'm just like sitting there. She's just cleaning glasses. 
And she's like, yeah, it was a rough one tonight. You know, hopefully, you know, you'll do better tomorrow. I was like, oh, yeah, I have two more of these tomorrow. Oh, God. And she goes, oh, we should have told you here on the island uh, we're very uh, religious. So any allusions to sex or drugs or, uh, you know, sex outside of your marriage or curse words are not. Uh, like accepted. It's considered. It's like you going into oh like saying God. that. Why would somebody fr- not tell you that? Because in culturally, like I remember being because I used to go to the Cayman Islands. I've been to Cayman Islands like 150 times because mm-hmm. I used to work for Carnival. It's a stopover. Yeah. And people think of it as a party town because that's how you go there and that's how you experience. You leave at six o'clock and when the cruise ships leave, the town kind of shuts down because it's a very religious yes. place. And I had never they done a show. Center. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had never done a show. Like for the locals. So I didn't know local culture. I just assumed it was like Carnival Cruise Line culture. Yeah, and tourists. Yeah, exact drunken tourists, yeah. you know, yelling at noon. And, you know, so the next night, I'm like, the next day I'm going through all my jokes, trying to find like clean jokes. And I'm trying, and it's like, I got through the first two fine. But I will never forget that hour where every single joke that I had told, just like, it was just like sending like a little like paper plane up in the air and then just somebody just shooting it down. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's just like everyone died a slow death. So every well, once in a while, I'll I give love, you a yeah, owl bombing. Next up is a carnival cruise. Okay. So yes. I, I can think of a million times I've bombed, not uh, as a comic, but just. Bombing's bombing. But yeah, like I, I will, I, I love to storytell. And so like, I, I would say the number one person that, gets the hook and gets me off stage is Richard. So like, I'll be pontificating. I'll be, I'll like be trying to get everyone's, like, I'm telling a story. I'm telling a story. And it'll be like, how much Adderall have you had? Like, he'll just ruin <laughs> everything. <laughs> but he must know like, that this is like, I know Corinne yeah, thinks he, she's feeling he it. He knows how quickly to take me from the top to the bottom. And like, we're done now. Corinne, stop, right. stop. Like when you yelled at that baby at my party. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And yelled at him to talk and then uh, yeah, accused gotta, him of being boring. Get, yeah, you got to get off the hook sometimes with me. Um, All right. Well, let's give one email to We are people. going to get in these emails yeah. right now. Because this episode is going to be accompanied by an after show yes. on Patreon. And I have tons of things in my notes I didn't get to. So we're going to, you know, we're going to have a drink and get some more stuff. But I will give one email to I the people. Super excited about that. Emails are my favorite. I picked this one out because it's very unique. Yeah. So let's just kick this off. Well, and tell the people my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. Yes. Please write in. It's so much fun to go through your your email questions and we um we will get to all of them and especially now that because we have Patreon. So Yes. And in our Patreon, a little sneak peek, we're gonna be helping people with their bumble profiles. Uh-huh. So log on to Patreon. Uh, join the swim club and see what we're talking about. And with that, Corinne, yeah, go ahead. Give me, uh, give me. I want to get in this email because I think it's it's nice. So I, I, I'm feeling oh, positive. Good. It says, hey, Corinne and Al, I recently defended my dissertation shout out. And I wanted to share that in my dissertation acknowledgments, I thanked my safe word is more. What? Isn't no. this? Look at your face. Look at <laughs> you. Yes. Yes. If this you could so, see how oh happy she is, uh, Dr. Morgan. Uh, oh, my God. This is so cool. And he says, uh, I'll, I'll just, uh, well, before I say that, is, are you sure this isn't a full dissertation on like the dismantling of society <laughs> and the ethical problem? Of, yes. My know. my title is called the two people that are causing all the problems. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, I'll skim through the last paragraph of his dissertation. But it says, uh, thank you to many others who have supported 
and loved me throughout graduate school. My besties, and we shout them out real quick, Chandler, Marissa, Ashlyn, Marissa, Hannah, and Katie, and Mia, shout out. Hey, make sure they listen too, and I'll get to us because we're narcissists. And it says, thank you to my favorite podcast for always offering an escape. Uh, Drop your buffs, Giggly Squad. My safe word is more. And uh, we appreciate it. And Rob has a podcast. So uh, it really gave you the chills. What are you feeling right now? And I want to give him a shout out. Uh, I'll finish this uh, statement. He says, Corinne, I've been a longtime fan and listener, and you are one of a kind. I tell you that all the time on the phone. I tell you that on the phone a lot. Uh, I appreciate you so much, and you inspire me to always be my most authentic self. Did I not text you this this week? Uh Okay, so I I got two (laughs) smart people telling you. Uh, Thank you for providing so much incredible content uh, over the years. Al, I am so thrilled you and Corinne are on this podcasting journey together. In the 15 episodes I've listened to, I've enjoyed getting to know more about you and really appreciate your perspective on life, relationships, and friendships. Together, you two have such a dynamic chemistry that it draws me in and makes me laugh out loud. Cheers and many, many more podcast episodes to come. Much love, Skylar J. Morgan, PhD. Nice. Yes. Uh, shout out uh, to uh, School of Criminology and Criminal Justice. Ooh, yeah. Hello. Yo, so like um, you're in somebody's dissertation, it's Corinne. So exciting! I never, I, I, it's never happened before. This is my first time. I want you to give me my my phone because it. This reminded me of something I was going to say today. And also, Corinne just did while you're looking for that. Corinne did that thing where when you're in a nightclub and everybody's being cool. But somebody's like getting close and you're like, hey, oh, my phone's right next to you. Don't try and steal it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, no, no, no. <laughs> you're like, I'm while you that. were saying that, I was like, so for every, for, for, well, for every, for the one person that's put me in their dissertation, there's 95,000 other fuckers sending me a ridiculously, like, I told you, like, th- people comment things all the time and, and they're still sending me these fakakta messages about, am I sorry I said what I said to shirt? I'm not sorry. Go Google that. I regret nothing. It's all over the internet. Anyway. And a t-shirt we sell. Yeah. So, uh, so I get this message from somebody. Okay. I don't give a shit. This person's name is Baby Satan. Okay. They have 14 followers and they replied to my story which was actually a clip of our um, podcast. And they replied, God, you're annoying. And I just, it just irked me. I wasn't having a great, having a great day today. And I just was like, not today, Satan. <laughs> so I went to the profile and I noticed that he follows me. He or she, I'm assuming he. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. So he said, may I ask why you are following me then? Like, why would you follow the person that you had to message? God, you're annoying. Like, just why? Just it's a fair and, question. I and also like I want to say that I maybe I'm annoying to people, but I am the person that uploads a story very infrequently. I post like a new picture once a month. Like we have a podcast, so I'm trying to promote the podcast, but I'm really not an annoying social media person. I don't spend a lot of time on it. He wrote, "Of course you can," and the answer is because I like following annoying things on the internet. Okay, so then you like me. So when you said, God, you're annoying, you're that telling me that I'm... Yes, because you're telling me I'm great. He said, I like following this specific thing. So when he says, you are this specific this, thing, he likes you. Okay, what? He's using the wrong word. Annoying, by virtue of the verb itself, is something that bothers you. Well, annoying is also, if you want to use it in a more general context, it's a feeling. And I think that a lot of people 
go to the internet. Some people go to the internet because they want to see, uh, you know, uh, disgusting uh, kind of violent videos, but that gives them a feeling. Some people go to the internet and they watch reunions of like guys from the service that come home and surprise their kid at half court, uh, you know, and there's a big crying moment. They, some people God, go for I that thing. But either one of those scenarios, you're providing the viewer with a feeling of like, I oh, see. the world is terrible. Look, people get killed all the time. Or look, there is some beauty in the world. But either way, the con- whatever is happening on the screen doesn't mean anything. Both those people are receiving a feeling. Him seeking out things that annoy him uh-huh. gives him a feeling. Whether you and I want that feeling or you and I would look for a video to give us a feeling like that doesn't matter. That's what he does. He found you. He said, God, you're annoying. So you give him, you make him feel. And he in a world where I'm sure he seems numb if to a lot of things. Well, his name is Baby Satan. So, right. yeah. uh, well, I just thought that was peculiar, but I guess that makes sense. I will tell you, actually... Uh, so I know I introduced, I told her, I go, I introduced you as a character on the podcast now. So Garen, you learned of her last week. Love that name. Um, I, she, she, she listened to her little five seconds of fame and I said, oh, do you, you want to make an IMDb page now? <laughs> so anyways, we went for a walk, uh, on Sunday and we both follow this girl and I don't know how I know her at all. And I don't even think Garen knows how she knows her, but somehow we both know her. The girl is local to Denver. So at some point in some, you know, some way we individually not together cross paths with her and we are obsessed she's the most annoying content and we just keep sending it to each other because she just can't stop won't stop and it's just it's phenomenal maybe that's the same thing that this guy is doing exactly because i mean i truthfully all day long we're just sending shit back and forth like today she uploaded a post of her in this is her in a bathing suit hot girl summer has arrived it's um, a very strange and, and it's the you know what that photo looks like? I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember like around 2009 when there were still flyers on car yes. windows and it will be like come to a jungle nightclub and it will yeah, be yeah, like yeah. it will be a, 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 a hot woman with her hair, you know, oh. kind of abstracting her face and kind of like you could just maybe see her lips. And it's like with DJ, come get some. To be and clear, that, yeah, it looks like in, one of those photos. On. She's in a bathing suit. In her closet. It's not like she's on a beach. Oh, stop. <laughs> I thought, okay, this is that, right? this is why I thought about the flyer. Because I mm-hmm. thought those, was, those like were like a, almost a like, yeah, like, um, like uh, almost yeah. like ancient writings. Like it was like no, cl- Club Temple or something. her hangers with her clothing on it. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, okay. I it, thought that was a background. It's just her barely walking I mean, closet. I mean, I, God help me. Okay. Just this, this, I mean, I'm already like, kind of You know what? With... She's so annoying. But, okay. She's I'm... constantly putting these quotes like, here, read that one. I okay. don't okay. what it says. Okay. Oh, I see what it says. It says, ladies, it's not the men in your life that count. It's the life in your men. I really don't like <laughs> when people flip. They're like, no. but if you think about it, it's like, uh, dude, it's so whack. You don't. Uh, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you settle for. I don't know. Is and this like the two opening lines to Fast and the Furious? What is this picture? <laughs> and it's and it's a picture of her in, it looks like an elegant setting with her hand kind of limply s- sitting on her collarbone. Like she's like, like she just found some people that don't make over six figures in her house. It's a very, and she's like, just like, ugh, what are you doing well, in here? It's a very um, old timey like soap headshot like a soap opera headshot yeah it looks like the great gatsby but like off broadway mm-hmm. yes yes it's very strange um 
Yeah, she. I mean, all, all, I could go on and on. I mean, she's got, me the next you. one is if they can't see your results on the outside, that's on you. If they can't see the results on the inside, that's on them. Valuable things take time and inv- like just. I have no idea what she does for a living. I don't know how I know her. Garen doesn't either. And the two of us are just like. She puts the inverse of every saying on mm-hmm. uh, on a new post. Yeah. So anyway, not the dog in the fight. It's we the got size it, of the bro. Fight, the dog. Yeah. 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 Um, so, anyways, uh, on that note, I'm ready for my drink skis. All right. Well, and look, it's not about shoot. you being ready for your drink. <laughs> yeah. It's about is your drink ready for you? Okay. I learned a little something from that uh, that genius. Yeah. We just you yeah. might laugh at her. I follow her teachings, and with yeah. that, uh, guys, I will say this: it's not about the podcast that you choose. It's about if this podcast chooses you, and mm-hmm. we do. And with that said, Corinne, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's my safe word is more on Instagram. It's our Patreon is up and running. My safe word is more. Everything's pretty easy to find. Okay, you said up and running like it's an old steam I don't engine. Know. Well, yep, well listen, it was up shoveling last coal week, in but it. not necessarily running. There is <laughs> episodes loaded on. Um, every other episode, I'm going to stay and have a drink and do this. And then uh, we'll put up interesting, fun content like my 15-minute stand-up routine, which is going up tonight. Yes, that's going up tonight. And also, uh, because you guys have been so patient, my uh, break-in across the street will be up By the time you hear this, uh, 100%. Okay. We love you guys. And you know why we love you guys? Because you guys do such a good job of remembering to keep your head above water. And just keep swimming. That's right. (laughs) 